Welcome back to the Troubleshooting Life Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Poston, with my co-host, Jay Peters, where we talk about various topics, sharing our experiences on life and finance. What's up, man? What is poppin', man? Uh, you almost gave us a new intro, man. Start, start to say it. Was that Black Eyed Peas? Black Eyed Peas? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, how's things going? It's been good, man. It's been, uh, I'll be transparent. It's been stressful. It's been stressful, but it doesn't mean it's not good, right? Um, Yeah, no, it's been good. Like, work, work's been, you know, really busy. Uh, and still doing some stuff at the property, getting some people in, doing some showings, you know, trying to, trying to make things work. Um, but yeah, man, it's been, it's been good. Uh, oh, I started another audio book recently. Uh, um, okay. so there's a, so the, the emotion, not emotional, uh, what's it called? Uh, motivational, not emotional. There you go. Motivational <laughs> speaking that, that I listened to, uh, he's probably an emotional speaker too. I don't know. Um, but uh, he came out with another book called uh, UOU, and uh, yeah, I've been listening to that. Just dropped this uh, September, and it's been pretty good. Uh, other than that, you know, still still on the grind, still trying to do you know things here and there. Uh, yeah, what about you, man? How's it been? Uh, pretty good. I, I say maybe not stressful, but definitely busy between yeah. you know work. Uh, What's that? Uh, kids and their practices, and actually you know, doing the same thing with real estate, just uh, trying to get more information. I uh, have a real estate agent I'm working with, and yeah, uh, th- it, it's not easy trying to find an actual property that works. It uh, works yeah. for you. Yeah, it, it, it's a, it's a process. Like I think every property I've I've had, it would take me at least like a few months to really nail down something. Um, uh, that I want, like, like I think for the first house I bought, it took me like a year to yeah. really like really find one, and, and it still wasn't like perfect. I mean, nothing's ever really perfect, right? Um, and then this other one, it took me like like six months, maybe nine months to yeah. uh, to really find one. Um, and I'm hoping it, it just becomes less and less uh as it kind of goes down. Is it's like you know confidence has to rise. You're your knowledge and education about like properties in general has to yeah. adjust. So it's, it's definitely warranted. Um, and I think a lot of it is that confidence or comfort, right? Cause like, it's not like these things are inexpensive. Um, so you got to spend like a decent amount of cheese to get this stuff. And I think that's what kind of, uh, helps or, or, or degrades some of the, uh, your decision-making. Um, cause you're like, man, is this really right? Like, what if I make like a huge, um, mistake and I had to shell out all this money? Um, yeah, it can be a little nerve wracking there. Yeah. No, that, that definitely is nerve wracking. But, uh, as they always call it, they call it tuition of life. Um, uh, so, okay. Yeah. Uh, so okay. yeah, yeah. You gotta, uh, you gotta pay in your tuition to, to learn something new. Yeah. I like and that tuition be- of life. I've never heard that. Yeah. So like when. Yeah, if you you mess up, I mean, think about it. It's a lesson learned, right? And then you no. you just learn something that you know you didn't know before, and now you can move forward with better decision. Um, no. Yes, granted, yes, you you do lose money, or you can do what uh, most entrepreneurs do. We we come up with ideas to quickly solve the problem, where it's not a complete loss, you know. Right. So you can keep it keep it going. Uh, it, 
that's that's I think that's just the nature of what we're we're trying to be in that space we're trying to be in right uh, being yeah. entrepreneurs and investors that uh, it, it, it requires you to just keep moving forward no matter what yeah and I think like uh something that I heard about people of like affluence is that for their kids they'll have like a failure fund yeah. except, and maybe that's like the the life tuition or tuition life um that's called a safety net right there. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. Right. But it's like, like <laughs> they, they give them, like they expect them to not have a overnight success, right? So they they, they seed them with some money to, to test something out, right? Whether that's yeah. uh, going to school, going to uh, start a business, whatever it is, right? They'll they'll seed some money towards, not like a, like a huge amount of money, more money than I'll probably get from my parents. But um, yeah. Uh, but no, just, just something to, cause it, you know, it does build that life experience. It does build that confidence of like, Hey, you know, I wanted to start a business in vending machines, but, um, you know, and they gave them the money. They're like, okay. But I realized that one, it's either, you know, not the passion. It's not, not what I want to do or like the market wasn't ready for that specific, uh, product at that time, or it was too yeah. saturated, right? They, they, they kind of can get those those licks in uh, without having to take a huge hit to their like ego or their uh, their pockets. Yeah, yeah, that, that was something too. Vending machine, something I always wanted to do. And that was even when I was younger, as a, as a kid. Uh, I mean, I wish I kept going with that idea because that that is something that you you got. I guess that would be that first lesson in investment, like you know saving your money up, buying a machine, and then learning how to stock this machine with the product, yeah. you know? So you, you're still servicing your customers because you're just giving them the product that they want. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, like, like cats be doing that um, in schools right now. Like, it's not allowed, but I've seen, like, even high schoolers, maybe even, like, middle schoolers, like, they'll have, like, a like a gym bag, but, you know, they don't go to the gym. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, they'll, they'll have it <laughs> with stuff, and they'd they be selling it, they'd be hustling out there. Um, and like I said, it's not allowed. But I mean, they still be doing it. So you could just like for people that used to do that, I used to be like, man, that's so dumb. But like now that I'm thinking about it as like as I got older, I was like, man, that was like that was pretty smart. I mean, you know, there was risk in doing that, right? Because if you got caught, you got you know fined or whatever it was. But like you know, it kind of started something, right? It started like some sort of entrepreneurial like switch in their mind, like, hey, I need some way to make money, and this is a way that I I feel could make money. Um, and especially like at younger ages where, you know, maybe you're not at the age to, to get funds or, or start working. Um, but I, I just thought, you know, no, no, looking, no, back, that, looking back, it looks yeah. good. Yeah. Cause, uh, I mean, I used to dub tapes, uh, cassette tapes. If anyone, <laughs> they don't know about this because there were once called cassette tapes out there. Yeah, right. And, uh, I, Man, my my dad worked at a radio station, so a lot of times mm. we'd get music uh, a lot quicker than uh, other people. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, what I would do is I'll listen to the CD or whatever, and then I'll uh, I'll dub it on a on a tape, right? And mm. I can still sell the tapes for five dollars just to hey here here here's a little stuff. Uh, yeah, so pirating yeah, yeah, yeah. pirating at a young age there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know it actually went towards the internet they started pirating on the internet that's when they want to stop it then and then like you know a lot of the things that they say that kind of stop pirating or um because you know the laws didn't stop it because even though it was illegal people were still doing it yeah um, but like like streaming services uh were like a big thing that stopped 
a lot of people from pirating is because yeah. like now everything's so accessible so easily and so quickly that there's not much of a reason to pirate. Yeah. Um, people still do it, but I, I feel like it's a lot less because of streaming services coming out and they can be fairly inexpensive. Yeah, no, no, I, I definitely believe that. Because, uh, yeah, I, I pay a subscription, and I definitely don't even download as many albums as the subscription yeah. I pay for. And yeah. to get my money's worth, if I was to actually download an album every every month, maybe that'll be worth my, you know, the subscription yeah. that I pay for. Yeah, but I don't. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it kind of leads into what we're, you know, we're, we're talking about uh, uh, with the growing pains, right, as, as we're talking about how we're growing with our investment investing and then like uh all the different things that we learn throughout life right it, it all kind of leads to that uh the the growing pains it takes it takes a little a little bit you know to do a lot but then during that that little bit for the lot it was a struggle right yeah so yeah and uh th this is a topic you came up with uh what's your your idea on it so I think we, we had talked about this like a, a while back and it's been like a long while since like, you know, we've actually worked in the same space, but, uh, you know, I called it growing pains because, you know, in life, you, especially as like a, a young child or like a young adult, you're, you're, you receive growing pains, you know, like I remember when I was younger, I would get like shin splints when I would get like taller and stuff. And I remember yeah. one summer it was like, I, I grew like, um, like a few inches, like throughout that summer and maybe it was just like no good i don't know maybe it was something i was eating or drinking but um like that time was uh like a lot of growth physically for me um and you know i i always remember that feeling but i think some people don't know how to identify that in in life like yeah. how how we go through life and how some of the pains that we go through are are because of growth because you're growing so much right so like some of the examples that i put out there are like um like people socialize right? a lot of people they enjoy you know socializing going out having fun with friends and going out to drink whatever it is um but when you're like really in the grind trying to grow your your product trying to grow yourself uh there's things like that that take a hit right so you may not go out as often because you know you got to make certain deadlines on projects or you got like a lot of school work that you got to do. Um, and while it's, those are like the things that you should be focusing on and the going out and stuff is like the, should be like the reward for it. It's still painful when you're doing that switch because you're so social in the beginning and you're so, um, out there that going into the grind or, or sticking into the grind kind of feels a little bit more painful, but it is yeah. for growth. It, it is for you to kind of, move forward and, and gain experience or opportunities in general. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with that. Cause a lot of times I would neglect my uh, friendships and that's it. And basically it was that, um, trying to focus, focus on my, my goals that I had. And a lot of times, like you said, it, it, when it comes to studying or anything that you're working on really hard, it, it, it requires your time. Uh, you usually spending it at the end of the day, especially if you're, you're already working. Uh, you know, either working in your career field or, or working, working somewhere to get into a new career field. All right. Yeah. I guess not everybody starts a career as soon as they leave their parents' house after they go after the, or after they finish, uh, uh, you know, graduating college. Sometimes it takes a minute. Yeah. Very, very, very little of them do too. I don't know the actual statistic and we could probably pull it up, but yeah, no, uh, you know, 
I would say, I mean, I think it really depends on how you define career. Like, I don't know if you would consider like joining the military, really starting career. Um, I personally don't, um, <laughs> but, uh, no offense to anyone there, there, but, um, but no, yeah, it, it's, there is that lull period or that, that transition period from when you become an adult or when you're, when you've have all the knowledge and stuff to where you can start taking advantage of certain opportunities. Yeah. No, and then what, it, uh, yes, they, they do call it a career in the military, especially if you plan on doing the full 20 years, you call it a career. <laughs> and it, I mean, I don't know. I, I, it's a lot of dedication. That's why I would call it. I'll call it a career. Cause mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but I can see where you're coming from because sometimes it feels like it's not a set skill that you're like, you have many skills. It's not like you're like, Hey, I can call myself an IT professional, even, you know, uh, with this, because like with that job, that same job they gave you, you're also doing something else. You're also yeah. managing people. You're also, um, <laughs> you're doing lawn service because they, 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 they refuse to get a contract in the bank for that. So, yeah. so you're, you're chipping and paint, you're, you're doing everything, right? Anything yeah. the military needs of you. Um, and that's why like a lot of the, my buddies that are on active duty and stuff, they always, um, say that's the part of the, the job or jobs that they, they're not a big fan of, um, is that, you know, they're cool with, you know, showing up, doing the work that they're supposed to like, especially like my IT buddies. But then when they had to, you know, pull watch and they got to, uh, do all this auxiliary stuff on top of it, it kind of, because it, it, it starts eating away your time, right? Like when you got to do, like you said, mow the lawn because, you know, other people aren't doing it or, or whatever it is. Um, or you have to do like certain other maintenance tasks that are on top of your job. It's just uh, not conducive to you. Like you're actually like growing in that field. Yeah. Yeah. So it, that's where I could definitely agree with you on that because it's not, it's not single focus at all. No. <laughs> it, is, it, it is definitely multifocused, which makes it difficult when it's time to get out of the military uh, because you don't know how to like bundle all these things you did up and put it on a resume and give it to someone and say, Hey, these are the things that I do. And so, cause I I saw that when I was getting off of active duty, it was like, I was like, man, I had to take my awards. I had to take my uh, evaluations and kind of put them all together. Okay. What did I do? And then I had to come up as they call it a master resume. So the yeah. master resume has everything on it. And then yeah. when you get ready to apply, yeah. So you yeah. pick off of that when it's time to uh, apply for a job, they're like, all right, you pick what you need to, that says you do this for that, that particular thing. Yeah. 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 No, and that's, it's a, it's a true thing. Cause like, and, and I'm not a big proponent of it, but when certain job opportunities come up and they say you need to have, you know, six years of experience in IT. Right. And then like say those six years were in the military, um, it's kind of hard to really say that, that those were like true experiences in IT because you have yeah. all that uh, auxiliary stuff that you have to do. Um, so I'm not a, a, a proponent of time based experience. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, me personally, I've never had, I don't have like a lot of years or time um, in the, in the field, but I have like a lot of, experience in the field yeah if that makes sense yeah no no because i as i i like to call experience i call it encounters because like mm. yeah you know but instead of it 
you know, being by the years is by how many, how many times have you did this or how many, how many new things have you ex experienced? And you, I call that experience because you've encountered so many different things. So like if it's in that particular field, if you encountered a lot of different situations in that particular field, that's considered to me real experience. Cause yeah, like you said, you can have 20 years experience, but then if it's not single focus or if it's scattered so much that you, you can't really call that true experience. It, it, you know, it, it kind of makes it hard. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And then I, I like the, it's another way you're talking about like losing sleep because you're focused on school and making deadline a project. Right. Oh man. No, that, yeah. That's, that's one to speak to the choir, man. Cause uh, <laughs> yeah, I've definitely lost a lot of sleep and I actually experienced that when I was in the military was yeah. losing sleep and it's because you know military very mission focused very um like something is always the objective right and that, that's that's something i do like about the military is that there is always an objective to follow and and go towards right it may not be the best it may not be uh what you really want to do but it is something that to work for so you have like a target to actually hit or attempt to hit Right. So like when I was in, uh, in school and stuff, uh, I was very focused on making sure I, I definitely didn't one, didn't fail and two made as, uh, made the best effort and execution as possible. Right. So at that time I was sleeping like three or four hours a night. Like that was about it because what I would do is that we would have class for six hours straight, uh, hit the gym, uh, make sure, you know, I got my meals in and then like for another six hours, I would be like just grinding and trying to study as much as possible um, because, and maybe I brought it up uh, on the podcast before, but me coming in straight as a reservist is that if I didn't pass that school, I'm not guaranteed to stay, uh, or I'm not guaranteed to get another job and I'm not guaranteed to stay in the military if that was the case, right? So that added like a lot of stress to me, but it, it put like a lot of fire into me to make sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, right? Um, so, but that's where, like the lack of sleep really came in, but you know, I was still making sure, like I said, I was still getting my meals, still hitting the gym, still making sure that I could get everything done, like as a, to prepare for the military. Um, even though I was, you know, going to be a reservist. Yeah, no, uh, I definitely, the, the losing sleep part, especially with the, the military, I was active duty and which a lot of active duty personnel would definitely agree with. If you want to get ahead, you're definitely not sleeping at night. It, uh, so, and you still got to get up at that, that, uh, you got to be at PT at six 30. This is how it is for, uh, army, right? Yeah. You still got to be at PT at six 30. So you can at least be accountable, right? You might not be the, you might not be, <laughs> uh, the running the fastest or whatever. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, and when you go throughout your whole day, you're, you're normally not finished with the day until about 1700 and 1700. If you got other things to do, you got to knock that out. But when you uh, it's time to study or whatever, if it's for college or if it's for certifications, because what you know we're in IT and, and that's what we we use a lot of, and those things you you're not getting sleep at night. I remember times uh, for the the uh, what it was CAS CAS plus that oh, yeah. exam. Uh, so I went to the it was a two week course actually. You went to a two week course, but in the process of this two week course, you had to study every night before you uh like before you went to bed or whatever but when it was time to take that exam like i definitely was losing more sleep like i would i don't even know how i was retaining this information because i would actually get up like 
three in the morning just to start reviewing stuff, yeah. you know, just, you know, before I got ready to go to work, you know, yeah. and, and and then like I would constantly do that until it was time to take the exam. And when I took the exam, I mean, I'm, I don't I don't know by score how I passed, but I know I was passing. And I was like, I, I got it. So but it, it really it came down to that dedication. And at that time, it was kind of it was it was probably crazy of me. I was doing multiple things like I was actually uh, going to the board uh, and it was to go to go to E6. And then uh, they, they had a grad chapter of fraternity um, Sigma, which I'm a part of. And it uh, it I was like studying for that because you have to study for that. Then you for the board, you got to study for. And then so I was kind of glad that there was they weren't due at the same time, but there was like, you know, they, it was like yeah. a, a like a stack. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was, so like when, so I was able to to get all those done, and yeah. so yeah, so which was great, and you know that's what my wife my wife was like made a joke because she was like you've done more at this like duty station than you've done anywhere else because it was like I, I mean I was what I was looking at is between trying to make a better life for my family, me wanting to get ahead, and you know and something I wanted to do for m- myself personally. Like I mean I felt like I should do it, and yeah. it required a lot of lack of sleep <laughs> yeah yeah so no that's true and you know uh it's so like you know for the same certification that i took uh or that you took uh i was doing it when i was in the middle of my master's right yeah and my master's i promise you like was no joke uh like a lot of sleep loss because one i will tell you uh, i'm not great at writing in general there it's never been my strong suit but in a master's program that's like what you got to focus on is is a lot of writing, a lot of research. Um, so yeah, I I didn't enjoy it, but I still took it up to do it. Um, and then when the requirement came down to get that cert, I was kind of dreading it. But you know what I would do is like, uh, you know, wake up a little bit earlier, uh, study for the cast right uh, in the morning, and then you know nowadays they have uh, audiobooks or uh, like video lessons. So like in the car. I'd be listening to it as I'm driving to work and stuff. And then when I'm doing like my papers and stuff for uh, my masters, I would also start listening to stuff just so like, cause I'm one of repetition. Like if I keep listening or hearing or, or reading about the same thing, it'll slowly stick to it. Um, but, but yeah, it was, it was a good way for me to, to utilize my time or to test how well I utilize my time. Cause you know, a lot of people, when they're you know in a car or when they're you know doing work they're probably listening to to music and stuff and I'm there's nothing against that right I have nothing against that but I just chose that my time was better spent uh listening to like certifications or or um audios about the certification just so I could pass within that that time frame yeah yeah but I I feel like that's always going to be part of the recipe that that loss of sleep uh, because yeah. I think we're such a busy society. So it, 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 all the things that we want to do nowadays, it's not like we're, you know, stuck in some uh, little small town where there's nothing to do. And there's a, uh, uh, well, I say small town, I'm sorry. Cause that could, that could mean many different things uh, stuck in the, and out in the, the wilderness in the woods in a yeah. cabin. And then like the where you're, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the boonies. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause he, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to get to anybody, you know, offended by saying small town because I'm from a small town. So it, yeah, yeah it, it can mean many things. 
So, but yeah, being secluded while you work on these things, like it, it's totally different right, where yeah. you can probably focus your time a little bit more. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit, uh, or it should be supposedly easier because it's a little bit more convenient. Like there's less distractions, less, less people to distract you. Um, but yeah, no, I, I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, you got your, your next one here. It's a foregoing a social life because something else needs more of your attention. Yeah, we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier, but I mean, I've never been one to personally have a social life. I'm not going to lie. Like, I've typically been like the introvert or, or a person that's kind of by themselves, and which I'm okay with. Like, it's it's fine. Uh, like, I, I don't have like a feed off of like a lot of energy from other people. Um, so I was never one to go out. So like when I had to grind on like, you know, when I was going through my bachelor's or when I was going through my master's or going through certs and stuff during those times, um, I found it actually like comforting to just focus on, on that grind and focus on stuff. But I know like you probably definitely had more of a social life than I'll, I'll ever have. <laughs> Why you say that? Cause I drink. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> yeah, you came over my house and you see that we drink. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, when you said you drank, uh, I didn't realize you meant chug. Because uh, <laughs> pretty sure you knocked down like three wine bottles by yourself. Like, yeah. <laughs> nah, I had to do that many bottles by myself. But yeah, yeah, it was shooting whiskey and that's something. I don't know. And I, I did that too when I worked at a restaurant. I don't know why we shoot whis whiskey. You're not supposed to shoot it. You're supposed to sip it. And it's like, yeah, it like, but like, because I remember I was, I was working at Dave and Buster's. That's another thing they would do too. And it was like, um, yeah, and uh, yeah. So yes, uh, yes, I had had a Maybe social life. Well, what's that? <laughs> the shoot whiskey, whiskey. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I've, I've had to uh, to kind of let go of some of my, my, my social life. Cause yeah, uh, working at a restaurant, even between college, right. You, um, sometimes like it, and I won't say at the end of the day, but like when it's getting close to the weekend, that's when you start to go over other people's homes and you, uh, or apartments or whatever. Right. And you start drinking and, uh, you getting ready for the weekend. So like, uh, yeah, that I could, yeah. When it comes to actually getting your, just your things together. Yeah. You have to kind of, you know, you know, push some of those things to the side. Uh, and the only reason why you really have to do that is because, you know, the people that you are socializing with at that time, uh, may not want to do the same things that you want to do. Right. Yeah. And they, you know, they may not want to grow in a, in a certain field that at that specific time. Right. Cause not yeah. everyone we, we ever socialize with is in the IT field, for yeah. example. Right. Or not necessarily trying to do like side hustles, like real estate. Which is cool. Like not everyone has to do the same thing. That's that's you know the point of life is to be unique to do to do your own stuff. Um, but there there's like a crux there. Like, hey, do I want to socialize with these people that don't have the same vision or um, aspirations that I do, or do I really want to focus on what I feel is going to grow me, help my family, you know, help my future? Um, and that's where like kind of going away from that social aspect comes in. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, it's, I, I would say it's probably better anyway. You know, you can't have all of that in, in, at the same time. Cause like you said, it, when it comes to uh, what we do, yeah, not a lot of people want to, want to talk about that because where we are in the IT field, we get pretty deep into it. We're, we're talking about code and we're talking about like, you know, how to 
changed a whole system, you know. Yeah, the network that, integrations, yeah, 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 yeah. So no, no one's, <laughs> yeah, no one's really want to hear have you know have a conversation about that. Yeah, no and, one's going to a bar and talking about that, bro. Like, <laughs> no one's, you know, like oh, what server did you work on today? Oh, I did this. Yeah, and then there's something too about money, right? Even just talking about money, like you said about our side hustle about real yeah. estate. Like it, it's something that taboos. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's some people just they, they can't uh, just sit and have a conversation about money. I don't know if it's because it, it, yes, it is boring. I I remember when I was 18 and trying to force myself to read Money Magazine. Like it was, yeah, it, it was it was a little boring and dry. But the the thing is, it, it if you learn a little bit about money, you can you know produce more in life. You know, yeah. you can do some of the things that you you talk about doing. Yeah, so. That yeah, I I think money shouldn't be such a taboo. I think I'm glad my kids are okay with me talking to m- them about money. Mm. Yeah, so and and I'm I, I try to bring it up in some some conversations so they they don't feel uh, that money is a bad thing. They like my my daughter now is trying to trying to get uh, uh she's trying to get money out of me because she wants to she's trying to buy this game. So, but the thing is, what she's she's like, she's trying to find things to clean up. That uh, she, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so like I'm, I'm supposed to clean the garage today. She's like, oh, I can help you. You know, like that's the only time she's gonna volunteer. <laughs> and then one one of the other things that made me pretty proud was uh, she kind of ran with this idea. She wants she made a lemonade stand. Uh, uh, it yeah, probably yeah. probably wasn't the greatest lemonade, but <laughs> but what she did was uh, she. Went outside, got a table, uh, made some lemonade, and sat outside. But then the funny thing is, there was no traffic because we live in a cul-de-sac. Yeah, I was gonna say you guys live right in the cul-de-sac. So if someone's <laughs> coming down, they know where they're going. Yeah. Like, so what what they did was they start going door to door with their lemonade. Oh shoot! Okay. Yeah, and then, awesome. yeah, yeah, and then yeah, people were actually overpaying. Just I think they just like the idea that they were out there trying to make money. Yeah, and they were giving them five dollars for a cup of lemonade. Yeah, uh, bro, that's some upcharge, bro. No, but that, I don't know. I, I don't know what they priced it as, but the people were actually giving them money because I think they they like to hustle, and that's a, that's the thing I I'm I'm proud of because oh, yeah. I, I feel like that's that's how it is. You can't if something's not happening. Uh, well, let's figure a way out. We're gonna we can figure this. Yeah, figure this out, and we're gonna go do it. Yeah. So well, that's a, yeah, that's a lot of respect to you and well, and the daughter because uh, oh it is scary right doing like the door to door stuff trying yeah. to like, even coming up with the idea like the confidence to do that is just yeah you know exponential and the the experience received from that is you know yeah as well yeah because I I end up it was something it it, it wasn't equal in value I, I say it wasn't equal in value it wasn't it was Oculus that she wanted. But what I did was because because of the hustle, because of yeah. the hustle I saw, I told her, I was like, I'll get it for you because I really appreciate that. I was like, that is bravery right there. Like, mm-hmm. people, not everybody does that. I, I was like, and yeah, so it probably wasn't equal in value of how I rewarded her, but I was still wanting her to know that that was, that was a trait I want her to keep, you know? Yeah. No, that's a, that's a great trait to, to learn and to, especially at a younger age. Yes. Yeah. You know, definitely influential for for future endeavors yeah and then it, it kind of almost i think your next thing kind of almost 
falls within the same realm of the social life too, cutting off friends and family because their goals and aspirations don't match your vision. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it's like, uh, it's because like, it's something I had to do as well. And granted, like I said, I'm not a very social person in, in general. It's not like I don't talk to people and it's not like yeah. I'm afraid to chop it up with people. It's just like not my niche. It's not my thing to to just, you know, introduce myself. Hey, have a, have a conversation and stuff. Um, but like, there are times or there were times where my friends and family weren't in the, the same headspace I was, same uh, type of grind that I wanted to do. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? Like I said, yeah. people do not have to do the same thing you do. People don't have to support you for your dreams, your aspirations, because that is what you want to do, right? Um, but to that effect, you can't also spend time with those people or as much time with those people if what they're doing and you're doing are diverging, right? Meaning that they're going in, in opposite directions, right? It's not like you don't like them. It's not like you don't love them because they're, they're family and friends, but it's just that the amount of time that you spend with them has to become less for you to to reach those other goals. Now, if they are like in that same headspace, if they do want to uh, participate in what you're doing as well, great. Um, that's, you know, even better, right? Because, you know, two heads are better than one. Right. So, yeah. Um, you know, and especially, you know, accomplishing things, but that's not always the ideal case. That's, or that is, that would be the ideal case, but it's not always the, the actual reality of it. Um, and then, you know, maybe at some point you do meet people that are in the same headspace like you and I, right? Meeting at, yeah. at work and stuff and chopping it up. Um, and, you know, of course, other people you, you would meet, whether that's, you know, online or like through networking events, whatever that is. But, you know, specifically talking about like the people that have a lot of influence into you or on you, which I would think are, are your friends and family. Um, that's another reason why you kind of have to slowly cut them off because they're going to start saying things and they may not have the proper context or the, uh, the proper education to really give their opinion on that. But you still take their opinion because, you know, you love them, you, you respect them um, as friends and family. But that's a good way to really draw that line like, hey. Yes, you are my mom. Yes, you are my dad. Uh, but I can't take your advice on this because you don't actually do this. Like that's not true constructive criticism, right? Or or constructive feedback because they haven't constructed that specific thing, right? So like say if you're like my parents, they work in the medical field, right? If I wanted advice in that, then yeah, I would take that advice. Uh, and I do, right? But if it's like in IT, if it's in real estate, other than like of course if they bought their own house, then that is no longer advice that I can truly receive from them because there's no way to validate their that part of their information or education, right? And, you know, maybe they'll kind of do this scarcity thing, like, hey, you don't want to be a landlord, you don't want to own all these properties because the, the price, whatever it is, and th that can get to you because, like I said, they have influence on you. So those are the things that you kind of have to, like, hush out or, like, kind of um, filter from them and realize that it's not exactly uh, valid information or or verified information. Yeah, no, I I, I agree with you on that. Because I starting out at at nineteen, I kind of had to make my way. All right, so and this wasn't even to go uh, to the military. This was just moving out on my own. And I don't know if I've mentioned this before, uh, but that took a lot of courage because really it's almost like I had to turn my back on my family mm -hmm. because I was trying to pursue what I want to do. I wanted to be an adult. I wanted to see what life was about. 
and uh, my parents they didn't want me to do it right um granted all i knew what i wanted to do was be an engineer and be successful those are the things i knew i wanted to do and in that process if it meant that i gotta uh step out just see the world or do whatever i gotta do then that's what i did here and and that same bravery that i did at 19 made it easier for when i finished college to move and go to dallas so like it you you kind of as you keep going you as you said before like you you gain courage as you keep doing things right mm-hmm. and that was one of the things that because i was okay with being alone they, you know, okay with having to, you know, just be able to pick up the phone. I'll just pick up the phone and talk to him versus having to see him every day. I'm okay yeah. with that. And that led to like, okay, constantly doing things. And then when I got in the military, that was a for sure. Like when you, you go, you go active, you don't know where you're going and you have to, you know, suck it up and, and learn how to adapt to whatever environment that you're in. And then all those lead to, like you, you can't always go like, oh, you know, where, you know, where's, where's my mommy? Where's my daddy? You know, you know, not yeah. to be, you know, you know, funny like that, but still you, you can't, you have to learn how to be out, be on your own. And it's funny. Yeah. We, you, you, yeah. Man, that was uh, funny. We're, uh, me and my wife were talking about this last night. Uh, the, how it, it, I think society may be making, the the new generation more fearful about living on their own about doing things yeah and i yeah and i I, and i'm i'm not sure and we were kind of like saying maybe it it stemmed from the parents maybe they had some fears that now they're trying to instill those same fears on their kids by saying no it's okay you can stay here as long as you you need to versus saying all right go get scuffed up a little bit and 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 then come back to me and say tell me how it feels and I can help you out with learning how to get back out there again. You yeah. know? No, I agree. Like, that is definitely um, a thing instilled by parents or by the generation. And it might be like an overcorrection type thing. So yeah. I, what I mean is that like uh, when my my parents were growing up, uh, and specifically like my dad and stuff, they he was the opposite, right? Like uh, his parents would throw him out. Like, yeah, like, hey, you're 18. Get the out of my uh, house, right? <laughs> um uh, but they, like they didn't provide any any guidance on how to do that, right? Yeah. Uh, like they didn't say, "Hey, go to college." They didn't say, "Hey, go to the military." They just said, "Hey, get out," right? Yeah. Um. So like, what he did was join the military. You know, went to the army and stuff. And uh, you know, my grandfather he was a navy guy as well. Um, but you know, it still wasn't like he, he had to go through like a lot of growing pains during that time. So, uh, he was definitely. Uh, taking these looks and you know so when it was time for me to move out like they they were like no don't do it you know all these costs blah 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 blah. and I was like I don't care I'm, I'm still going um but yeah no it was like that that overcorrection like hey this is how I grew up and I don't want you to have to experience that but I yeah. think you know the person should experience that they should experience those licks they should experience those those scuffs here and there to really you know gain experience and gain experience about life okay all right, so we're getting down to our next segment. Frugal and cheese. All right, this one's uh, splitting meals when going out. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so I, I thought of that this one, or I actually looked this one up, because I was like, what, what's the, like, frugal versus cheap type of topics that are can be, like, yeah, either either then or there. Uh, yeah. So, like, splitting meals and stuff. I mean, honestly, when I didn't have money, I just didn't go out. So... Yeah. 
like but like i know for like people that are more social than i am like they'll still go out at, at least yeah uh, and maybe like you know they'll pregame some food beforehand instead of like uh and then when they go out they get something you know expensive um yep. but like splitting a meal i mean i've only done it for like if i wasn't too hungry and stuff and you already know me i'm a foodie so i, yeah. I stay eating um so like, i'll hardly ever split a meal but like if that's the case then yeah i'll split a meal just to you know not eat as much um but no, i don't know man like splitting a meal to to save some money frugal cheap oh uh, no 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 it, it it's a frugal thing it's thought put into it right and i mean it would only be cheap if like i said you go you're just basing it off of dollars right mm-hmm. but i we me and my wife before we were married we actually did do this right mm. but the reason why we did this is because we realized we were eating double the amount of food yeah. and and so basically at this point in time we were really big in fitness and we were working mm-hmm. out a lot and we what we would do is we would work out because we had 24-hour fitness which is pretty good oh, yeah. gym and you could work out late at night so we work out late at night then go to ihop afterwards right oh yeah, yeah yeah but it was split a meal at IHOP because the meals were pretty big, especially yeah, the omelets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The omelets, and it, especially because you get the pancakes with the omelets, and the, the stack of pancakes is huge just by itself. Yeah. So that was one way that we kept from eating too much, you know, because mm. basically you just ruin all that work you did at the gym uh, if you're going to eat like double the amount of food, then go to bed, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, one omelet is like, like a, like, I think at least a thousand calories, like minimum. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it, man. I think it's huge. <laughs> like, yeah. So, no, I've, I've done it before. And actually, it's to me, it's not a cheap thing. People put a taboo on it and call it cheap, you know. But in reality, especially if, what if it's somewhere you wanted to experience, but you don't really care for all the food, right? right. You know, just like the ambiance. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so well, why wouldn't you split a meal if you, this is like, Really, they like really. This food is not what I like, but I like being in this place because it, it, you know, they have great wine or whatever it is, right? Right. And and if you split a meal because you just save money on the food, so you can spend money on the alcohol. Obviously, my favorite thing. And mm-hmm. you, you know that that that's to me a, uh, a a frugal thing if you're just trying to adjust to something else you want to do. Because you know, I mean, um, I, I think I was watching a show where this couple they went to this place that. It was a hundred dollar burger, right? What they really wanted to experience this yeah. place, but they didn't really. I mean, it was uh, you know, like it, it, the burger looked huge too, right? It, I mean, for the size, but they ended up spending. I forgot how much they would spend on uh, their meal, but they wanted to experience it instead of like having a full out meal each a piece. They split the burger and then both had you know uh, champagne or wine, whatever it was, right? Mm. Whatever they had together. And it's just that they wanted the experience. They didn't want to. So basically, and not say they couldn't afford it. I, I think they could afford it. They just mm. chose that route. That makes sense. Yeah. And like, uh, man, like, so now when you split a meal, do you still tip the same though? Like, you, like you still paying the same? T- like, but I guess if you look at it like that, I mean, and and in a sense. That would be more. Hey, let me get it to go. If you if you feel that badly, you know about right, something right, like right. that. It's because in reality, you should only tip on what you order. You yeah. know, so the, you, it doesn't really matter if you order a, a soda and tip on the soda. You know, then that's yeah. all I want is this soda. 
And, you know, and if you feel like this person deserved more, guess what? You don't have to go off the percentage of the sales total. You could go like, hey, hey, let me add another 20% because I think that, the, you know, so make it 40% because you think the person yeah. was worth it, right? So, no, because I've, I've, uh, I was a uh, server and uh, basically the guy's tab was like 40 bucks, right? But then the dude tipped me 40 bucks, right? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a generous. Yeah, but it's because I I actually took the time and I talked to him and I made sure everything he needed was there. And when he asked me, because, you know, I always come in conversation, why, you know, uh, why did you move from Mississippi to, to Texas? And then I was like, well, yeah, you know, I finished my degree and I'm after this and I'm doing trying to do this. And then some people just they, they like the hustle. And, yeah. and this guy happened to like what I was saying. And he was like, oh, and then at the end of it. And I think this was lunch, too. At the end of it, he tipped me forty bucks. Wow! Yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome, yeah. So it, it, you know, that's why you don't have to tip, but you know, just buy off the sales total. So Perfect. if you, yeah, if a person, you feel like the person's worth it, then just tip them more. So and if, like I said, it the it it goes into more than just being frugal by splitting a meal. Like I said, me and my wife, we save calories. So because yeah, yeah, yeah. you're always overeating when you go to restaurants. No doubt. Yeah, well, because, you know, they cook it in whatever it is, right? Like, you know, extra fats, butters, whatever it is. And <laughs> it's not like the portions are incredibly small or anything. So, yeah. Yeah, you're definitely eating more than you probably should in, in one meal or one sitting. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You ready to close this thing out, man? Yes, sir. All righty. Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, this is Jane Craig signing off the Troubleshooting Life podcast. Uh, Please like and subscribe if you enjoyed this content. We'll see you next week. All right. See you next week.